an appropriate gift for a Kris Kringle? Well, if this is a question that's ever crossed your mind, then you're in good company. We'll be sharing stories from our past and even performing a live sketch or two. So deck the halls, grab your tinsel, set your grandmother and grandfather ablaze, and join me, Dion, under the covers, along with Christian... Welcome to Patchwork. ...and Josh... Welcome to Patchwork. Now, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to take our minds back to... It would have been about a year ago now for some Christmas shopping. Where Happy I, birthday <laughs> to... Where I went to JB Hi-Fi and had a lovely exchange with a sales attendant there. Mm, yeah. And I regaled us all with the story of me pretty much falling in love with this girl who I had a 20-second interaction with, yeah. only to be shattered by coming back a month later and her having no memory of who I was and being completely yep. disinterested in me. Yep. It happened again. Really? <laughs> the same girl? No, new girl, office works girl this time. Oh, oh no. and they're usually so... much more forgiving, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are. So I went to see her regarding a Google Home to get a, a price match thing. Anyway, we just chatted for like a couple minutes. Lovely chat. She was really cool. Left, came back today, actually. Mm. I went into the store. There was another attendant there. I said, oh, I'm just picking up this order. So, she went off to get it. Then the original girl starts oh, walking the original. up. The original and the vest. <laughs> um, she walks up and I, I give her the eyes. They're like, oh, hey, sort of thing. And she looked at me like, hey. And there was that moment, and I've had it myself, where you could see the yeah. brain ticking, almost beads of sweat going, who is this guy? Why does he recognize me? Why does he recognize yeah, me? Who yeah. is he? Yeah. I was like, hey, I got it for the cheaper price. She's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, great. And I'm just going, you don't know who I am. <laughs> how, mu- how much does it suck that she didn't remember you? Yeah. It's, it, it is the most ego-crushing <laughs> yeah. experience to yeah. have someone forget your existence. But, but I, I've worked retail and I know how many customers you go through yeah. that just disappear from your mind straight away. What about those kids at school that you don't remember either? Like there were some ghost nah. kids at school. It's like, ghost who the hell kids? were they? There's this guy at school called Zeno. Apparently, <laughs> apparently we went to school with him for three years. I had no idea who he was. And then he went off to his home planet <laughs> but at the graduation ceremony i must leave for sector z all right zeno please step off um yeah it's just it's that horrible feeling of feeling like you're someone of significance you're unique yeah. and people just forget you and josh you're tall good looking strapping i think yeah but i reckon if yeah. i'd said wait, to her wait a second sorry josh one second you have a problem with the word strapping i've, I've got a problem with the word strapping to describe josh <laughs> really is what josh strapping, strapping? no i agree <laughs> i agree with josh is attractive yep thank you tick Bing. yeah <laughs> i agree that josh is tall yep but strapping, strapping kind of tends to. If someone's strapping, I'm thinking that they they've got the muscular tonage of a horse. Do you think there's something about your personality that needs to be strapping? Because Josh, his personality is not strapping. No, not at all. No, just being assaulted again. <laughs> I w- no, 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 not I at all. A, I got accused Listen. about my bloody style last week from you, Christian, and now you're having a go about my strappability. I, f- I, f- I figure Josh is too fickle to be strapping. I feel like yeah. someone who's strapping isn't fickle. Can I say that someone who plays video games is not strapping? <laughs> But but listen, you're attractive. If someone's describing you as attractive, let it go. I'll take strapping as well. Why can't I want more? What would you rather, strapping or attractive? Probably attractive. What yeah, would you rather, right. cute or sexy? Or everyone would rather sexy. Beautiful or gorgeous? Uh, gorgeous is objectively one step above beautiful. Is it? Is Absolutely. It? No, beautiful is a little more wholesome. I think I want beautiful. 
Really? Than gorgeous? I yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. Because beautiful right. is like an objective thing. Like he was beautiful. Like fuck. What about he was sexy? Would you like to be called sexy? I, I don't think anyone's ever described me as sexy. And really? I would Except one for day. Cleo magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Except for one day. Sexiest wog on the planet. <laughs> um, yeah, one day. It's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm just going <laughs> to... You'll be an office works employee I'll- and you'll bloody love it. <laughs> I'm just going to join Zeno on whatever planet he's on. <laughs> So this is our Christmas patch. So we'll be exploring all things Christmas. Um, so, you know, I, I love Christmas time. It's always a, a fun time of year. You know, everyone's got a, t- a lot of people got a bit of time off. You see yeah. your family. I really like Christmas. How's your Christmas, Christian? Yeah, I think it's about the same. It, it's kind of that whole everyone in the family has time off, which is so rare. Yeah. You get to spend it together and it's a lot of fun. Everyone's in that jovial mood. Yeah. And we all come together. And Dion, how's your Christmas been for your entire life? Uh, so my Christmas as a practicing Orthodox Jew... <laughs> Um, my Christmas is non-existent and was non-existent up until five years ago when it's I met amazing. my girlfriend who's not Jewish. But on Christmas Day f- at you our house... can't even say the word. <laughs> <laughs> on, on Christmas Day at our house, there was nothing to do. And I think my family almost made a point of doing nothing <laughs> as a point of kind of difference. Okay, so I'll, I'll come and be honest here and say that I thought that Hanukkah was on the same day as Christmas. I thought that it was celebrated together. So the Jewish culture, the same day that we had Christmas, yep. you'd be celebrating Hanukkah. So the Jews follow a different calendar. It's like a different calendar to our BC AD. That's probably the only thing I know about Judaism, but it's a different calendar. So what um, year Hanuk- are you in? So uh, it's like four thousand and something. What? Yeah, 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 a double, almost <laughs> over double. Um, but one thing that's really interesting is because they don't align, um, then Hanukkah falls on a different day or different days every year because Han- Hanukkah goes for eight days. Um, but I was actually thinking that I could, you know, I was do- in doing some preparation for the show, I kind of thought, look, I can talk about Hanukkah a little bit, but why not turn to a friend of mine that will know lots and lots more about Hanukkah? So I'm going to call a friend. I have no idea what Hanukkah is, by the way. Yeah, I think neither the, do I. Yeah. <laughs> the the menorah is the candle thing, isn't it? The menorah. What's the candle thing? Well, you're asking me. Yeah, <laughs> my name is Christian. <laughs> shalom, patchworkers. <laughs> Daniel, shalom uh, for shalom, you guys. Shalom, Dion. For you guys, shalom, that means. Daniel, slow down. (laughs) So, Daniel, we were just talking about um, my experience of not having ever celebrated Christmas up until five years ago. But I wanted to get from you a bit of a rundown of what the hell Hanukkah is and why I don't know anything about it. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I mean... You probably don't know anything about it because you're probably one of the shittest Jews that I've <laughs> And why you thought that I'm your best Jewish friend or, or possibly your friend that knows the most about Judaism when I've read more Hitchens and Dawkins than I have Moses <laughs> or Maimonides. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to field a few questions about Hanukkah. Um, what, what did you want to know? Well, Josh, you had I, a question, didn't you? I literally have no idea what it is. <laughs> Basically, it's a, it's a, a Jewish holiday 
held over around December. It changes every year, but it's always around Christmas time. Uh, and it was really only invented as a holiday about 100 or 200 years ago because American Jews felt left out when all their Gentile friends were having fun over Christmas. <laughs> That's right. So they basically just, just picked a random holiday around December. Just join in with them if they're having a great time. So, Daniel, it's called the Festival of Lights, right? Yes, that's correct. Basically, the story goes that uh, uh, the Greeks conquered the land of Israel uh, with uh, Alexander the Great and ruled over the land of Israel for, I don't know, like a couple of hundred years or something. Someone and, someone um, remind Daniel, and- this is a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me a second. <laughs> He's got his lines sorted out. After about 200 years, a bunch of Jews decided that they were sick of all this philosophy and athletics and really wanted to go back to um, basically not eating pork and cutting our children's penises. <laughs> yeah. And so they staged a rebellion, killed, massacred all the Greeks, uh, and basically rid rid them from the land of Israel. And the reason they called the Festival of of Lights is when they reclaimed the Jewish temple. Uh, In the temple, there's a menorah, which is a uh, a eight-headed candle, (laughs) and they would use oil to light it. And as the story goes, they only found enough oil the last one day, but somehow it managed to last for eight days. And therefore, you had a miracle. And so we celebrate Hanukkah and uh, we commemorate it by lighting a candle every day for eight days. Um, And then we also eat uh, jelly donuts. Does anyone want to ask me why we do that? Uh, Daniel, why do you eat jelly donuts? I have no fucking... (laughs) And I promise you, no Jew can give you a straight answer as to why we do it. And Daniel, one really important question I wanted to ask. Do you, in your family, do you give gifts as part of Hanukkah? So... We're supposed to, and that's supposed to be the best bit. It's like, oh, the Christians get Christmas, and they get these awesome gifts, but we get gifts for eight days. I remember when I was about six or seven, I got a Michelangelo Ninja Turtle, and that is fucking it. (laughs) Did he have a yarmulke on his head? (laughs) (laughs) I've not gotten a single Hanukkah present since then, but we do get to eat the donuts, which is always good fun. Awesome, Daniel. Well, that's cleared up a hell of a lot for us. We really appreciate you uh, allowing us to call you whilst you're, you know, through coughs. You sound very ill, don't you, Daniel? Yeah, not feeling great, but I'm happy to be on the show, fellas. And Christian just has one parting gift for you. Daniel, go and conquer your Greek girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Shabbat shalom, boy. Shabbat Shabbat shalom, shalom, Daniel. Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Now, hearing about the miracle that that was based off, I think the Jewish people need to reevaluate what they consider a miracle. Because on one side, we've got the virgin birth. On the other side, we've got, oh, these candles burnt for a while. (laughs) So, guys, I'm really interested in what you do when you wake up in the morning. Because when I woke up on Christmas Day... It was just literally another day, but I knew it would be extra boring because nothing would be open. So I yeah. couldn't even leave the house. And then I think like six years ago, my parents decided to have like a, a lunch and we were like, oh, let's have seafood on Christmas Day and let's try and make a family thing of it. But Christian, what is your morning like of Christmas? What is your, what, when do you celebrate Christmas? Is it at lunch? Is it for dinner? It's lunch, right? No, not at all. Christmas is a is an all day affair. So from oh. the mo- from the moment for me as a child growing up, Christmas started the night before because I wouldn't sleep. Yeah, from nerves oh. about whether I'd be able to hear Santa Claus coming in or or whether I'd I'd see the reindeer outside. I used to look out my window trying to catch them through the sky. 
uh, this is the kind of shit that I bought into. <laughs> and then and then we'd wake up, my sister and I. So so we were big fans of Mr. Bean. And Mr. Bean yeah. in his Christmas holiday episode would get out of bed and he would jump up and down on the spot and, and kind of swing his hands around. And we would emulate that every single Christmas and run into each other's rooms back and forth until we're absolutely exhausted. And then go downstairs and then find our Christmas sacks yes. full oh. of gifts. Saxophone, Christmas saxophone. I've heard, <laughs> yeah. I've heard a lot about it. <laughs> we'd play a couple of Christmas songs <laughs> and then we'd open our presents. <laughs> um, no, but we, we'd have these big sacks full of, um, of <laughs> gifts and that that would be from Santa. And then mum and dad would have also bought us presents. Oh. Yeah. And who yeah. got the better presents? Did Santa usually buy the better presents or your parents did? Or how did it work? Before we go on, Dion, um, just so we're clear as well, that Santa was Christian's parents. <laughs> so, just oh, in case... What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Santa's a separate entity. And the, and the, and the Rudolph Deers, aren't they? The, <laughs> the Rudolph Deers. Santa and the Rudolph Deers. <laughs> New band from the 50s. Yeah, yeah. Play the saxophone. <laughs> Um, well, my Christmas morning is very similar to yours, Christian. When I was a kid, we had pillowcases, which were our Santa sacks. They were like Christmas-themed ones. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, and they would sit at the foot of our bed. So, we'd be lying awake. I used to share a room with my brother. I have two older brothers, the one who's closer to me, Eden. We'd share a room. Closer in age? Age, yeah. yeah so, right. he, there's two years gap. Um, and then we would be trying to get to sleep. And then there was this thing in the morning. I remember it so clearly. That we had a, a thing you couldn't get up before nine oh. so mum and dad were like you have to stay in bed till nine you can't get up before nine which now as an adult like they make good idea good yeah, rule yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so we had this thing where i'd wake up maybe seven o'clock or something and i knew that if i looked down at my gifts i just wouldn't be able to get back to sleep yeah. so i had to lie in bed going don't look don't look at the gifts just try and go back to sleep and as soon as i looked my brain just started running about what it could be i'm like oh what's that that's a big box that can be oh my god i shouldn't have looked i shouldn't have looked oh, yeah. And then, yeah, so we would go down and then open them on mum and dad's bed when we were allowed to. But if there was ever a big gift like a bike or something, there would be a streamer running from your Santa sack into the other room where the big gift was that was unwrapped. It was just there. Oh, so good. Yeah, so we used to follow the streamer. So your parents didn't do food well, but they did one day of the year really well. That's lovely. That, that sounds like they nailed that. So was there, was there a point, do you remember a particular point of transition where you realised that this was all bullshit? Like, do you yeah. remember that moment? Because I remember with the tooth fairy, that's, that's, that's my equivalent. The tooth fairy used to come down the chimney <laughs> with soot all over itself. But that was my sort of make-believe character. But were you, ever, did you, were you ever sort of sad when you found that out or anything? Or you know what I mean? Uh, no, 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 yeah. not at all. It, I guess it, it happened up until five years ago where I didn't know any better. I guess No, I no, sorry. Wait, I'm wait, talking wait, about wait. the tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just really risky of your parents to put the sack of your gifts in your bedroom. Yeah. It, it, it makes it such a precarious mission for them to have to yeah. fit, stuff the sack with gifts. You have to be really well trained, like putting a bit of food in front of a dog and going, wait, wait, no, wait. No, no, it's more about getting them in there. That's what yeah. you're talking about, uh, special oh. ops. Oh. About because, the Mission Impossible. Because knowing, knowing kids that night there, any sound, I yeah. would hear a tree, I was about to say, oh. I'd hear a tree fall outside. <laughs> I'd hear a branch break. And I would be super alert. I'd be ready to look yeah. at whatever was coming. But I absolutely not once ever heard my parents come in and drop the gifts off, ever. So, I don't know if they just did it like super late or something. So, like we were definitely asleep or what? Or Rohypnol? Yeah, I was going to say. 
Geez, the dinner we had was really yummy. <laughs> More Night turkey, before. Josh? Yeah, yeah. Have some wine, six-year-old boy. <laughs> that is, that's what they called you. <laughs> they didn't call you Josh. Six-year-old boy. <laughs> and where's eight-year-old boy? He's the closest in age. <laughs> so you'd wake up. Gifts would be distributed. Would you sing Christmas carols? Was that a thing? No. No, not at all. Really? Although This my... is great because Dion's version of Christmas is probably going to be what yeah. film and television. No, you haven't yes. seen a lot of films though. No, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got no idea. But like popular culture, the way that's informed you is probably your idea of Christmas. Yeah. So my idea of Christmas is at 12 o'clock, all your family comes around. There's a turkey the size of a house in the middle <laughs> of the table. There are bonbons on each thing. And then you eat and a couple hours later, everyone's drunk and you sing Christmas carols and then you go to church we didn't sing christmas carols but my mum every single year without a doubt would put on the same mariah carey christmas cd All I want for christmas in it was, the, one? It was the single the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole day honestly josh yes it was so did she Over really like mariah carey is that she just why she loves that song Great. and the oh, thing wow. is that she also loves christmas so we would be in Christmas mode from the 1st of December. 1st of December, the tree, the ornaments, everything came out to be set up. I always wondered whether there's someone in the world that has wished someone else Merry Christmas the earliest. (laughs) There's the first person in the world. Is it like mid-July with like Merry (laughs) Christmas the present? Like, what? What the hell? (laughs) Just getting in early. (laughs) But but like the tree, when's that meant to go up? Isn't that like 1st of December? Is that bullshit? I feel December's good. Like start of December, get everything up. But on the wishing someone Happy Christmas and Merry New Year, as they say, (laughs) um, I reckon it's also dependent on how soon you're going to see them again. So I just did, yeah. I did this, this something earlier um, towards the end of November and I saw people, I only see those people once a year. And so we're all, when we said goodbye, wishing each other happy Christmas, no. happy new year. Josh, did you all wish them happy birthday and happy Easter as well? <laughs> but I don't, Honestly, I see them once a year no. and, and that's, it's. I think that's close enough. So wishing someone a Merry Christmas yeah. that far from Christmas is the equivalent of someone having their birthday party three weeks after their birthday. Yeah, you can't do it. Nah, no, before is way better than after, If mate. someone rocks up to your, if you have a birthday party three weeks on and someone comes and goes, happy birthday. No, it's not. It's not your birthday anymore. It's the next one. <laughs> just like, They're yes. going to get very early. Just like it's not Christmas. No, I think I'm with you for the after effect. That's fine. Because I think once the day's gone, then it completely changes it. But I think, what, it's five weeks. I don't think five weeks is unreasonable. It's, it's very hard, Christian, to pick someone up on it, though. Like, imagine if I said to you, oh, have a happy new year, Christian. And you didn't agree with it. You'd be like, no, I'm not going to. Well, what are you saying? So you so you wish them happy new year back? Yeah, absolutely. And there was no awkwardness? No, because it's like but, we're getting into the festive uh, season. See, we're doing it again, exchanging pleasantries without any thought get being given to it at all. There is thought. It's like, hey, I'm no, not going to see you closer to Christmas. So have a great time at Christmas with your family and your friends. How does that fucking change anything? Thing to do with their Christmas day Are they going to wake up in the You're morning You're making out like Every single word Every human being says to another Needs to have lasting impact then, And effect on them Then don't say it oh, Then don't say it well, Let's just don't speak in words <laughs> No Christian <laughs> Say That's my name It means something I'll respond <laughs> One thing I've never understood uh, the Santa Claus setups, the photo setups in shopping malls. Did you guys ever go and get your photo taken with Santa? Was that yeah. a thing? We always used to go, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was Christmas Eve, but I'm pretty sure we used to go in our pyjamas to Maya 
um, at in night. Your oh, maybe it was in our pajamas. I don't know. I guess I was so young; it's hard to remember some of this stuff. But yeah, no, we used then to. Go why to... did you say it? Because <laughs> there's something floating around in my brain about wearing pajamas in Myers. Josh, Josh would have had a good pair of pajamas as well. Yeah. He loves his pajamas. Yeah, Christian would be in Myers, buck naked. <laughs> <laughs> running around um, But yeah, we used to get the photo And it was very much just Yep, sit on the lap Take a photo with Santa That's about it Wait, so you don't talk to him? Uh, I'm sure he asks you What do you yeah. want for Christmas? And you go, oh Who Some blank DVDs But that's the thing It'd be so strange for that guy Would would he feel like he's ripping children off? Because the kids kind of jump up thinking This is Santa Claus I really need to think here what do I want for Christmas? And you say to him, oh, listen, I really want a, a remote control car. And he go, well, um, I'm sure your mum will give you... Does he, have, does he have to speak to the parents afterwards and say, listen, he wants a remote control no, car? No, I don't think there's a debrief that Santa <laughs> does admire. I reckon, I reckon they're probably top blokes who are like, if they ask for something expensive, they're like, oh, that's, that's, that's very expensive. I don't know if I could afford that or something like that. Oh, it'd be really funny if Santa was like, I, you know, the kid's like, I want a red... Fast car for Christmas. Well, you're definitely going to get that, aren't you? <laughs> you're a very good boy. I'm going to speak to your parents and get them to purchase it for you on the spot. Did you go to get your photo taken, Santa? Uh, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, George. <laughs> Santa Chilaro. <laughs> Christian, did you ever go and get your photo taken with Santa at a department store or otherwise? I did go and get my photo taken with Santa, but I think as a child I was a big crier. Oh, Very big, so... presumably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would sit on uh, on Santa's lap and and just cry the entire time, until and he'd start sweating. Off. God, I get this heavy kid off me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Timmy, all right, you're up next. Go and sit on Santa's lap. Hi, right, thanks, Mum. Hi, Santa. Hi, Timmy. How are you going? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty excited to be here at Chatston Shopping Centre. It's fucking beautiful around here. Timmy! That's quite a filthy mouth that you've got, little boy. Oh, sorry, Santa. Sounds like you've been a naughty boy this year. Oh, I've been all right, haven't I, Mum? Like, I've, I've gotten around a bit, but no, there's nothing else that, that I've done much bad, Mum. Yes, oh, yes, Santa, he's been pretty good this year. When he says been around, what is he referring to? Oh, don't worry about it, Mum. Santa, I was wondering, um, I want a big red motorbike cycle. I think that a big red motorbike cycle won't fit in my sack, unfortunately, oh. Timmy. Can you think of something a little bit smaller? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess maybe a 120cc one? <laughs> How about a remote control car? Yeah, that'll do. It, you have to add padding to that. It's pretty shit. <laughs> gift from Santa. Um, I was thinking that in my bedroom, I really like sleeping in, and I have these shitty Venetian blinds that let the sun in, and I don't know what to do. Well, I'll put a special call into Victory Curtains and Blinds just for you, my son. Is that one three one three double nine? Double six. Double six. My bad. I've got dyslexia. Can you fix that? Of course I can, son. Oh. Or nos. <laughs> now, my son, I will give you one more present for Christmas. What about some headphones, like some Bose noise-cancelling headphones? Mum and Dad are bloody loud, especially late at night. <laughs> Timmy, you told us you were asleep. <laughs> I was asleep, but I keep on getting interrupted. 
Well, I'm sorry about that, Timmy, but maybe we'll have to buy you some earmuffs. Those Bose headphones are very expensive, aren't they, Santa? Well, it depends. What can you hear so late at night, Timmy? Oh, it's just random noise and screaming. I don't know what they're up to. I thought they said they were going to sleep. But anyway, Santa, um, I really just want to be with my family. I think that's the most important thing about Christmas. Um, can you promise me that, please? I can't promise you anything, Timmy. Unfortunately, looking at your mum, it's more than likely that she's going to be leaving you pretty soon. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Santa. I really appreciate it. I'm going to hop off your lap here. God, you're huge, Santa. Are you Italian or something? <laughs> For me, Christmas, there's been this real divide between Christmas as a child and Christmas as an adult. And so our family, um, it's our nuclear family plus my cousins and uncle from my mum's side. That's generally... <laughs> What's funny about the word nuclear family? I just, the idea of a nuclear family should be banned. Yeah. It should yeah. be prohibited. Um, the, there's been this shift and change over time where our Christmas day, I remember when we were always the kids at the Christmas event. And now as the years have gone on, more children have been born and added to the family. I'm on the adult side of that now. So mm. I'm placing myself now in the shoes of my cousins who were adults back then. So it's been really interesting like celebrating Christmas the last five years with my girlfriend's family because they're from Eastern Europe. They're from the Czech Republic and they celebrate Christmas the day before. That's a thing. That's a thing that they do. It's a, lot of, a lot of Europe does that. Yeah, a lot, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of Europe, a lot of sort of continental Europe. Um, but it's been so interesting because they don't have a turkey. They have a carp as the sort of centerpiece of the food. So uh, her stepdad will go out fish for the carp, bring it back. And he fishes it himself. Yeah, he's a, he's a big fisherman. Oh, wow. And there's this tradition where on, they... Wait, wait a second. He's a big fisherman. He's a big fisherman. And you've always wanted to go fishing. Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't gone with him yet. And I need to. And we arranged to do it last week and we didn't get in contact with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Did no, he I not really respond to... to your text no, 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 message? No. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd, he'd fish out a big carp. Fish out a big carp and then they put it in the bath. They fill up the bath with water. And then what? it's got this... It's Is got it still this, alive? Yeah, it's still alive. They've got a mud vein so in he, it. So he wrecks hunts it. Keeps <laughs> it alive. And they've got a... He's just kissing it in the bath the whole time. Um, and then it's got this mud vein that you... So you put it in clear water and finally this mud vein clears out and they murder the fish. But the thing about this fish is it's a carp and it's the rat of the sea, meaning it's taste very bad and it's got the most incredible number of bones in it. You, it's not an eating fish. Well, why have they picked the carp? I don't know. I guess it was a common rat fish in the Czech Republic. <laughs> it's easy to get, so yeah, it's have it. very easy to get. It's very accessible. But I'll pick you up on something. You keep going on about the, the Christmas turkey, and I don't know about you, Christian, but that is very much an American thing. Yep. Really? Yeah, we don't have so, turkey. So, ever. do you have a centerpiece can I, food? Can I guess what you have, Josh? <laughs> yeah, Christmas ham. Yep, that's on there. Potatoes. Yeah, absolutely. Pumpkin. Yeah. Baked beans on toast. <laughs> That's a breakfast. Vegemite. Uh, Christian, what do you have? Tim Tam. Just, just <laughs> buffalo. <laughs> and um, 50 panettones to round off the meal. That's our seat. <laughs> but we have uh, roast chicken as well. Um, it's just a huge spread. It's great. It's a great yeah. meal. But going back to talking about gifts... We had a family friend called Michael Eva who used to have Christmas with our family. So he was just this sort of old recluse, pretty much. He was loaded, apparently. Big white beard? 
<laughs> but he, he he was just strange recluse lived in this like rundown house apparently it was yeah loaded with all this money but just lived his house it was literally I remember I went there once I never forget the smell it was this musky smell and it was one of those houses it was not far off those hoarders shows like oh. you, and there was just stacks of books and all this stuff everywhere you're like walking through all these things I'm like who is this guy so he used to have Christmas with our family because he didn't have any family of his own and the great thing so I have two brothers so there's three boys and he would buy us gifts, but inevitably, 100% every single year, he would get one for two of us and not the other. Really? And it would just randomly rotate who missed out. That's and you so had no strange. idea. He just had no idea. Did, did he maybe think there were only two of you? Do you have some cousins that don't remember you? I have a cousin, I have a couple that do not ever remember me. It sounds like he's from the same family. No, I, he just was really aloof. Like, he, the kind of gifts he got as well. So... As as a great example, I remember one year, hey, Eden, here you go, have a yo-yo, great gift. Hey, Josh, here's something you'll love, a book of native art from the Pacific. <laughs> a huge tome of like this just art book of Pacific art and statuettes. And I was like, great, thanks, Michael. Love that, don't I? And mum's so like, it's okay, we'll, we'll sort something out about it later. <laughs> At least, Josh, you received bad gifts mm. from... Someone who wasn't even part of your family. And I can safely say, it sounds like Michael has passed on. Yes, yes. You very quickly used his full name. Yeah, it was odd. I've never heard someone Well, no, it was, to- it was one of those people that we always referred to him as Michael Eva. Oh, Michael like, Eva, welcome to our house. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was weird. Like, no, I never, don't think I ever referred to him as Michael. It was always Michael Eva. Did you ever call him like Unky Eva or Unky Mick or... Nope, not in a cartoon, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Unky either. <laughs> I just think that's what Australians say to each other. Unky? Unky and... Unky Dory. What do you... I don't know. What do you call... Zio. Zio is uh, aunt or uncle. Uncle, uncle. But speaking of Zio, so... Is this Dion's friend from before? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Zio and Zano. (laughs) Um, It's funny being an adult now and looking back on the gifts that I received as a kid because I remember there was one particular uncle who used to give us pretty good gifts growing up. Mm. But now looking back on those gifts, I go, hang on a second. <laughs> if I was an adult at that time, I would have gone, geez, that guy's an absolute cheapskate. What's an example of one? Well, for example, I was given Harry Potter, the Chamber of Secrets, but burnt on DVD. <laughs> That is but, incredible. But it was broken into five discs. CDs, not even CDs. DVDs. And they were and, broken and, as and, well. <laughs> and I only had disc one through four. <laughs> what is he doing? So so my uncle was like the first in the family to learn how to use a computer. And they were burnt as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the first to learn how to use a computer. And he just, year after year, burnt us movies and then video games. But we all loved it because we were like, yes, a DVD. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really interesting because one of my gifts from my uncle, which was we were completely fine with it, it was just the done deal and it was something we used. And it was great because it was a clear definition of the technology changing. From Paul, it always used to be blank VHSs. And then as time went on, we got onto blank CDs. Yes. And then as we went on again, it became blank DVDs. Oh. And this was over the span of like, you know, 15, 20 years. And now? Um, small hard drives. <laughs> Blank? Yeah, yeah. 
the other thing we used to do as a family was go to the boulevard to the Christmas lights. Oh. So here in Melbourne, there is a stretch of road where all the houses get massively done up with Christmas lights. Um, and it's awesome. Yeah. And then people go through and file through and, and look at the lights. And you can either drive through it or you can walk through. It's become way more commercial recently because I, I go recently now with my girlfriend the last few years. It's just a nice, you know, nice So you night still go? Through. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like, same as Santa things. We, go in our, we used to go in our pajamas and we'd sit in the car and you drive through the boulevard and look at them. Now I'm just normally clothed and I walk. But there's all these, it's been completely commercialized now where there's people selling like glow sticks and like lightsaber things and stuff. Oh, that's not too bad. I thought you when you said commercialized, it's like sponsored by Mirabella, like the house <laughs> is sponsored by Mirabella. But well, do you, like, do you appreciate it? Like, what are these people doing decorating? Well, and no, what's fascinating is one year, this is, uh, must have been last year, we were walking along and we stopped at this one house. We're like, oh, that's really cool. I like it. They've done some interesting stuff with shadows and form or something. And there was a guy nearby just floating around. Um, and we sort of stopped there having a chat and he sort of sidles over and he's like, oh, what do you, what do you think of this one? And we're like, oh yeah, it's great. You know, I really like, it's quite unique in this way. He's like, oh yeah, this is mine. I'm like, oh wow, cool. And he proceeded to tell us the whole story because he just moved in. So we got the inside word on how it works. And what I love though, is he's just floating around, (laughs) eavesdropping on people. But that's literally the only reward that he can get. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What is the purpose of doing that? On it's this is it. It's an awesome dad project. Yeah. So he loved oh. it, and he was like, you know, I went and got this, and I thought this. Apparently, they get energy subsidies from the council because they have to run their lights every oh, night. What do, what do you think of that, Christian? That's fine. Why? Because it's making people commu- happy. It's a community, and it's thing. and the it's for like is- a night. And it's, yeah. and it's and no, it's no, it's not a night. It's like a month. Yeah, it's like it's a month. Yeah, yeah. And so what it is as well, they have to. If you move in there, it is known that you have to do that. So there's like, ha- like neighborhood meeting kind of thing of you have to be part of the lights if you're going to be moving here. So he was loving it, and what was great. So we changed to him for a few minutes. Then his wife comes out, and you can see she's just fed up. <laughs> she's <laughs> just like, That's like great. you know, you can't get cars in and stuff like that, and all these other things. She's like, yeah. Because they would have had a discussion at one point in time where they were about to move house, and yeah, he kind yeah. of he would have put his his two cents forward. And just, yeah, I reckon we move to the boulevard. Yeah, yeah. No, I really don't think that's a good idea. Why no. would we want to move there? It's near the it's near the Yarra River. It's there's beautiful mosquitoes. Spot. There's rats. Beautiful spot. Just you you great community feel. But you don't want to move there. They've got you know they've got that light thing oh, every month. Oh yeah, the light. That light thing, yeah. Oh, I think I don't think they do that anymore. No, but I don't want hundreds of people outside my house for a month, day after day, I'm year pre- after I'm year. I'm pretty sure we can apply for an exception. Really? All right. Well, let's do it then. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Ho Ho of the Week. Ho Ho. Ho Ho. Ho Ho. In 2013, Nelson Mandela became the first person to be named Santa Claus of the Year <laughs> by the Prime Minister of Greenland. <laughs> Ho, ho. Ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Now, I don't know about you guys, but um, I've done a few Kris Kringles at work in my time um, and I really don't like them and don't get a lot of them. So much so that my current workplace, they said, oh, we're doing the Kris Kringle, Josh, do you want to do it? And I just straight up went, nah, don't want to do it. And they're like, really? I was like, yeah, I, I I don't get much from them. And not in like a physical sense it's like i don't get because inevitably it's like oh it's 20 30 bucks yep i'm just gonna give that person something who i probably don't know that well yep. something and someone who doesn't know me that well is gonna get me yep. something and the worst thing is they're using this website that sort of you put all the names in and then it sends out text messages oh. to everyone but the worst thing is it has a wish list on there 
So you just put in these things you want, and I'm like, you might as well just go and buy it yourself. If you're going to spend thirty dollars on that person, they're going to spend thirty dollars on you. Just go and get it yourself. Gift registries have come to Chris Kringle. Yeah, yeah, it's what? absolutely true. It's just killing the fun. But even using an app to yeah. send out the messages for Chris Kringle, just write your names on a bit of paper. What, each one take one out of the hat. On? Yeah, I know. And so, because my experiences with Chris Kringles, there was one where. I, I really didn't know the guy. So I saw him like every fifth shift or something. So I got him a, a, a large block of Toblerone. So I was like, that's, yep, a, that's a good that's gift. That's fine. Do nope. You know it, I reckon that's a shit gift. No, it's not. What are you going to get someone you don't know, getting? mate? First of all, how do you even eat a Toblerone? They oh, are- okay. Here you go. You know how it's the triangles? Yeah. And you know how you normally snap them off? You're actually meant to snap it into it. What? Oh. You push the end one into the one behind it. It's like a little snapper thing and it snaps it and stops oh. it. Actually, speaking of Toblerones and speaking of chocolate, there was something that I missed out on when we were speaking of Tim Tams. The reason why Tim Tams are contained in plastic is to separate the biscuits from each other. <laughs> it's not to withhold the freshness. It could be multi-purpose. No, it's not multi-purpose. Separate them because they're chocolate covered and they won't stick together. Because you hold a Tim Tam for like 30 seconds and it's all over your well, hand. Okay. It's to separate them. It's not for freshness. Um, explain a TV snack then because TV snacks are chocolate coated. Come in a bag. Explain that one, Dion. Different manufacturing techniques. Both aren't <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with you, Josh. I hate Chris Kringle. I remember I've had one experience with Chris Kringle in a workplace. So we're given a $25 limit and I was racking my brain yeah. for what to get these people. And I was given my boss and I was oh. only there for a couple of months. And I was like, what do I oh get my for God. my boss That's a lot for of pressure. $25? So that I, he wants. That he wants. So I thought... Like really, really long and hard about it, and I somehow landed. Now, this isn't what I'd get now, but I landed on a office table tennis set because basically you set it up on your desk in the office, yeah. and you can because they used to have great Friday it's night beers. Cute. It's kind of fun. Yeah, bit of a joke. Gift. Use it once, throw it out. Yeah, yeah, that. Well, even if it was that, at least they used it once. That's that's where I landed, and we did the Kris Kringle. We all gave each other gifts. I ended up being given the gift back from my boss. (laughs) He came up to me and was like, oh, you know what? You can have this. What? Did you say you weren't working there for long? (laughs) Yeah. But what did did you get for your Kris Kringle? Um, Who gave you? Yeah, I got a really good gift. Really? Yeah, I got a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, That's not $25. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a really cheap one, but it's been great. I've used it oh almost every God. single week <laughs> since. Because I, yeah, I had similar issues again with the limit. So it was like $20 and I literally pulled out a name of someone. I didn't know who it was. Mm. I had to oh. ask other people, like, who is this person? They're like, oh, it's so-and-so. So I go, just going to get $20 village voucher. Village cinemas, get a voucher, put it in. That was the limit. There you go. Chris Kringle comes at the Christmas party. Um, put leave my gifts on the table. There's mine. Oh, there's, okay, let's see what I've got. $20 Village Cinema's voucher. Really? <laughs> exactly the same thing back to me. So, so I went, I don't know Josh very well at all. I'll get him a voucher as well. Is, is there anything sacrilegious in giving someone a voucher for Chris Kringle? I think for Chris Kringle, it's okay because it's like, well, at least you're probably going to get value. It's so general and generic. And I think someone may prefer that to a joke gift that they would never use. Because if you just get a joke gift, you're like, yeah, thanks for that. Whereas if it's got actual value, you would actually use it. So, so it's, it's the most polite way of giving someone cash. It's yeah, saying, yeah, I've thought yeah. about you 1% more yeah. than giving you a bill of cash. I've given you a region or an yeah. area that I think you're interested <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. You like, te- like hey, here's JB voucher. You like DVDs. Yeah, I think that when you get 
to the point of exchanging vouchers with each other, you may as well stop giving each other gifts. Yeah. Especially when you're both giving each other village vouchers. Yeah. Because yeah. the big thing for me is, as we've discussed in earlier patches, that I like, you know, you start making a curating a list as the time goes on over the year that you go, that this person would like that. And mm-hmm. it's all people close to you because you know and you think of something great, you're like, awesome, that'll be perfect for them. When you're just buying for a stranger, essentially, yeah. my, mind you, maybe it's coming from a guy who just doesn't take an interest in his workmates' lives. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, 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 it's ultimately thoughtless consumerism. And then you sort of get bogged down on thinking that and you kind of go, well, why am, I, why am I doing this? What's the purpose yeah. of this? And that's why I was so proud of myself to actually reject the Chris Kringle this year, going, I'm still going to have a great time. And then I thought what I could do is if they're all exchanging gifts at the Christmas party, I could just buy something for myself and unwrap it there. <laughs> I go, hey, guys, got one myself as well. <laughs> I got exactly what I wanted. Thank you so much for my $25 limit. <laughs> Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really good? When the biggest present under the tree has your name on it. Really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? A fast-moving queue at the Myers windows. Really, really good. good. Really, really, really good. good. Do you know what's really good? Being Jewish and missing 26 years worth of Christmas presents. <laughs> really, good. Really good. really good. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? When you unpack the Christmas lights from last year and they still work. Oh, really, really good. good. Really, really good. good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Free gift wrapping. Yeah, really good. Really good. Really Really good. Do you know what's really good? Being Jewish and not giving a shit about Christmas. (laughs) Really good. (laughs) Really, really good. Thank you for listening to this Christmas special of Welcome to Patchwork. It's been lovely having you. We hope you enjoy Christmas with your family and friends. And we hope that you're following us on your favorite podcast app and also on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I sewed a patch this week, but Josh, what did you sew this week? Uh, my patch this week, my Christmas patch, was Michael Eva giving me a $20 voucher for some South Pacific tribal <laughs> art. <laughs> And Christian, what patch did you sew in the Christmas quilt this week? Well, into the Christmas quilt, I sewed you, Josh, opening a Kris Kringle gift, which was a burnt CD of Santa Claus and the Rudolph Deer's greatest hits. (laughs) Dion, what did you sew into this Christmas quilt? Into my Christmas quilt, I sewed Josh's parents loudly wrapping his presents in his room on Christmas Eve while Josh sleeps through the whole fucking thing. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork. We hope you have a very Merry Christmas. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
So, Santa, what yes. I'd really like is I'd like you to act as a guarantor for a house that I want to buy. Do you think you can organise this house? It's in Brighton. It's quite expensive, but why not? Is it an investment property? Yeah, it's an investment property, but mum and dad don't know anything about that stuff. Are you negatively gearing <laughs> yeah, the property? I'm negatively gearing, yeah. Santa, I can't afford to get him a house for Christmas, okay? Oh, shut so up, you- mum, you're rat bag. <laughs> I'm doing an aside to Santa. You can't hear this, Timmy, oh, okay? Fuck off, mum. <laughs> Timmy. Oh, yeah, Timmy. You pack your bags and you go home. Mum, let's go back to Brighton now. Well, I guess you best be off, little boy. Yeah, right. Thanks, Santa. This has been really shit. (laughs) (laughs) 